Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Anything uh, happens as we left the air Friday morning. I mean, it is unbelievable that that's when DeGrom would would decide to sign with the 68-win Texas Rangers. Friday night? You got to be kidding me. We've been waiting for weeks to something, for something to happen. And then Friday night, everybody's home for the weekend, and this guy decides to leave and go to Texas. Now, I hate to say I told you so. Uh, actually, no. I do like to say I told you so. I told you he was leaving. He never wanted to be here. If you paid attention to everything I was saying all year long, DeGrom did not want to be here. And so he chooses Texas. And once that went down, and, and look, it's hard to look back now as it is officially Tuesday morning here as the you know clock struck midnight here on the fan. So it's hard to look back and break that down into detail. We will throughout the course of the show, of course. But now you look ahead. Once he left and decided to sign with Texas on Friday, I knew the Mets were getting Verlander. It was as obvious as anything. The Mets were interested in Verlander anyway to begin with. Andy Martino of SNY was saying we did a breaking news show, and he said he just got off the phone with Steve Cohen after DeGrom left, and it was insinuating that the Mets have now moved on to Justin Verlander. It was to a point where if it didn't happen, I would be disappointed. Now, I don't love the idea of Verlander. I wanted DeGrom back. But he didn't want to be here, and the Mets weren't going to give him that five-year, $185 million offer. Nor should they have. It's ridiculous. The Rangers did what the Rangers do, give out bad contracts. Uh, oh, maybe this will be the time that it turns around, and they'll actually win some games. Yeah, right. And by the way, I'm not going to knock DeGrom for taking the most money. That's not what this is about. It's just that he didn't want to be here, period. If it were about money, he would have went back to the Mets and said, hey, Look, I, I love being here. This is the organization I want to be. I'd love to see my number 48 alongside Piazza and Seaver one day. I started the Met. I want to retire a Met. I'd love to win here. We're building something special. But I got a great offer out there, and I need you guys to at least match it. If he wanted to be here, that's what he would have said. But he didn't, and he's not. He's gone. Bye-bye. So if I don't, you know, I want to grow him. I think he could be better than Verlander. But if he doesn't want to be here, good riddance. Then I don't want you. If your heart's not into it, and it wasn't, by the way. It wasn't. He pitched 11 games, and it was like pulling teeth to get him to do that. Didn't want to pitch, wanted to come out of games. All the above. Stuff that I hear that maybe fans don't, and you could insinuate, you could read between the lines, use a little common sense, it'll go a long way. He didn't want to be here. The Mets are better off without him. And by the way, it's not 2018-2019, Jacob DeGrom. This is now years removed. Had it been 20, you know, had he been a free agent or opted out after the 2019 season, then we'd be saying, Steve, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care if it's 10 years, 40 million per, get the deal done. You cannot let him go. There's no way. 
But we haven't seen that Jacob DeGrom, in part because, A, he doesn't pitch, and B, when he did pitch down the stretch, the game in Oakland, the game in Atlanta, even the wildcard game, it wasn't vintage Jake. The Pirate game, striking out 13 but giving up that big uh, three-run homer, it was one thing after another. It was just, there were things where you were hoping it was vintage Jake, but it wasn't vintage Jake. And if there's some sucker out there, and there always is, that wants to pay him off of that, congratulations. Tip your cap. Good for DeGrom to get the contract. See you later. On to bigger and better. So then that leads us now to Justin Verlander. And I didn't look. Here's the thing with Verlander. I thought he was done years ago. When he was leaving the Tigers, I thought he was done. I think a lot of people maybe felt like the decline was starting to happen with Verlander. I didn't love the idea of the Yankees going after him at the time because of that. Now, it turns out he goes to Houston, and he's the best pitcher in baseball again. And then coming off of Tommy John surgery, goes out there and dominates Major League Baseball, winning a Cy Young, winning a World Series. And you can criticize the age. Verlander will be 40 next year. I'll tell you, you hit 40, it's like, ah, what's that ache and pain? Like, things just start to happen. Like, like that. 39, feeling good, don't even feel like it. What am I, 35, 32, whatever. Hit 40, it's like, oh, what I do? My elbow hurts, my back hurts, my knee hurts. Everything hurts. So imagine a professional athlete who's got the wear and tear that Verlander does. I know it's a new arm, but there are going to be concerns there. But it's the best option. Better than Rodon. This model that the Mets are showing you, and now, A lot of teams can't do that because they don't have the power that Steve Cohen does with his money. They just don't have the finances. But that's the model. You'd rather pay for experienced, proven pitching on short-term, high AAV deals. That's the model. Now, we have to see it work, but that's what you should do as opposed to to going out there and paying – a ridiculous contract, you know, maybe what the Yankees did to Garrett Cole, though Garrett Cole has been pretty good so far. But paying that ridiculous contract for a pitcher and hoping that he could stay healthy and perform the way that he did that got him that big money. I'd much rather pay the big money on a shorter term than long term where you're better. The odds are you're going to get more bang for your buck over those two years than a seven, eight, whatever your deal may be. Now, we've seen examples of both. I mean, Max Scherzer was one of the best contracts ever with the Washington Nationals. He lived up to every cent that he got. But still, I like the Mets model as they try to draft and develop and build from within, replenish with some arms, to go with these short-term, high AAV deals. That seems to be a solid model. Now, remember, the Mets last year had everything lined up the way that they wanted to going into that Brave series to win the division. And with DeGrom, with Scherzer, with Bassett, didn't work out. Okay, reset. So what? They didn't win the division. Go get them in the postseason. Wild card round, you still take your chances with that pitching. Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett. Guess what? Didn't work out again. And my only issue now with the Mets is that it still seems like that is where their entire focus is. And I'm sort of, Billy Epler sort of drives me up a wall. I love Steve Cohen. I love the aggression of the Mets. I, you know, I like the fact that, okay, DeGrom doesn't want to sign. Let's go get Justin Verlander. Boom. And you, the, the, the thing you love about it is the confidence. This is not the old Mets 
Or you could be mad at the Mets for letting the player go. No, that's not what happened here. This player didn't want to be here, and they weren't going to have him at that particular price. If the Mets want a player, they're not going to lose the player. They want a player, they're going to go get him. And then you know when the player does leave, for whatever reason, they're going to replace him. It's as simple as that. I don't care who it is, when it is, they're going to get him. So you have that confidence. And the Mets didn't even wait a day. Or, you know, whatever. They I mean, technically, I guess they waited a day or two, but didn't even wait a while. Boom, Berlin. But Epler's driving me nuts with the constant pitching, pitching, pitching. Oh, we're looking at more pitching and more pitching and pitching and pitching. Yeah, okay, we want Nimmo back, but also pitching, 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 pitching. Like, dude, here's the issue. You want to build a rotation on a 39-year-old and a 40-year-old ace? I'm all for it. You have to have insurance. And I'm not talking about Kodai Senga as insurance. Yeah, sure, you want depth in that starting rotation. The insurance I'm talking about comes in the lineup. That's what they need. Bats. They need an impact bat. It's what they were sorely missing all year long. They were missing into the postseason. They're missing it again right now. Even with Brandon Nimmo coming back, they need a power bat. So that's where Billy Epler is driving me nuts when it comes to the Mets. But the Mets are in a great place because you know as a fan they are going to go out there and spend and get what they need. The Yankees? I'm not so sure you could say the same. Where the Yankees on a day with major news and major signings all over the place, the Yankees, the once powerful and mighty Yankees, announced the four-year contract extension of Brian Cashman. I mean, you know what that is? That's a Mets move, BC, before Cohen. That is a Mets BC move. On a day where the Mets signed Justin Verlander, the Yankees signed Brian Cashman. And then you hear the quotes from Brian Cashman. We didn't know Aaron Judge was coming to San Diego. And on top of we made multiple offers. I don't know what we're going to do if Judge doesn't resign. We don't want that to be the case. Will we pivot? Will we rearrange? Will we? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, who does? I mean, you're not prepared? What is Brian Cashman talking about? Is he looking for empathy from the Yankee fan? Guess what? He's not going to get it. The Yankees created this mess. Now, I still think Judge is playing possum. I think Judge is just putting the Yankees, Brian Cashman in particular, through the ringer. I believe the Giants have a legitimate offer. And I believe it's tempting. I don't believe ultimately Judge will go there, assuming that the money is close. And we don't know that yet. Haven't had a, a dollar amount on the Giants offer. But I think Brian Cashman is scared. And the Yankees created this mess by the low ball offer to Aaron Judge before the year. I think even though Yankee fans may be a little nervous, deep down, I would be willing to bet that the majority of Yankee fans still feel like Judge is coming back. If, if for some reason he leaves, all hell will break loose with the Yankee fan base against that organization. It cannot happen. And as the days go on, some signs are pointing to exactly that. Like I said, I think Judge is dragging him through here and drawing it out 
and making them sweat. But I'm just assuming because I don't know what the offers are. I mean, we heard about what the Yankees offer was, or at least might be, roughly the eight-year, $300 million offer. He's going to get more than that from the Giants. The question is how much more, like we've been saying all offseason long. He's going to get a better offer elsewhere. Will the Yankees back up their tough talk with a significant offer? The fact that we've gotten to this point already, that does make me a little nervous because the Yankees never, never should let one of the best players in Major League Baseball get to a point where he's being wooed in free agency and tempted to leave. Oh, and by the way, what else have the Yankees done aside from that? What are we waiting for exactly here? Jacob DeGrom's off the board. He goes to the Texas Rangers. Verlander's off the board, goes to the Mets, as we know. Are the Yankees going to get Carlos Rodon? I mean, what are they doing to improve their ball club outside of waiting for Aaron Judge? What has happened to the New York Yankees? LOL Yankees. Mets sign Verlander, Yanks sign Cashman. Ouch. 877-337-6666. We got a lot to get to going to 5 a.m. And I know it's, you know, we, we haven't recapped the football this weekend, but obviously it's it's baseball all the time here. Trey Turner signing in the division, of course, with the Mets in the NL East. Now he signs with the Philadelphia Phillies after, you know, leaving the Nats, going to the Dodgers via trade. Now back in the NL East with the Philadelphia Phillies. They continue to load up on that lineup. I'm jealous, envious of the Phillies. We could get into that. The other rumors, you know, Nimmo and uh, Benintendi, plenty more to get to. I also do want to recap a little bit further the Friday night, how it all went down with uh, with DeGrom deciding to leave and all that. Plus, I was driving in yesterday, and, you know, I leave it usually around 2 o'clock, and I put on Cardinal Roberts thinking, all right, let's see what these guys are going to discuss here as far as Verlander goes. Let's see how it's going. And I hear Evan just go on a rant ripping SNY and the breaking coverage that I was a big part of on that Friday night. And I took issue with that. And I let him know via text and then on a tweet that I wasn't happy about it. He texted me clearing things up. And then I said, all right, well, how about this? Why don't you come on the show with me tonight? He said, okay, but can we tape it? I wasn't going to do it live. He needs to get his beauty sleep for the show, of course. So we taped the spot with Evan Roberts, which we will play back. And you don't want to miss that. It's about 25 minutes or so long. And, you know, obviously just talking about the differences that we see the DeGrom stuff. And Evan basically is a DeGrom homer, and I'm a realist. And that's how it is. But we will discuss that uh, during that interview that you don't want to miss, which we'll play at some point during the next few hours. 877-337-6666. I want to hear from you guys your thoughts on all the happenings over the weekend with all the baseball stuff, and of course yesterday with all the baseball stuff as we continue to anticipate a wild few days in Major League Baseball. 877-337-6666. Sal Akata on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.